name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. About eight hours ago, beloved in the Lord, in the city of Dubai, the capital of the United Arab Emirates, the assembled citizens, along with thousands of visitors, watched the largest fireworks display in the history of the world. It was approximately six times the size of the previous record, last year's display in Kuwait City. This fireworks display was arranged along a 30-mile line and consisted of more than 600,000 explosives, governed by more than 100 computers. The center of this display was the Burj Khalifa, the Khalifa Tower, the tallest building in the world. Thousands of rockets were fired off from the sides of that building for about five minutes in dazzling variety, all colors, all kinds. Thanks to the wonders of television, I watched the display live, which was mind-boggling in its wealth and magnificence. And I'm not usually a fireworks man. One reflects that Dubai sits in Arabia, northeast of and very near the realm of the Queen of Sheba. I think about that because I reflect that Solomon could hardly have dreamed about such things. And it's striking to consider the link that joins Solomon to the Arabian Peninsula. To me, however, the most significant element of this fireworks display was its timing. Those who provided it were guided by the consideration of the day and the hour. Eight hours ago, it was midnight in Dubai, beginning the new year of the Christian calendar. On this night, indeed, the entire world, all peoples, all nations, all continents, recognized today as the beginning of the year 2014 since the birth of Jesus Christ. Now, no matter how any of these people feel about Jesus, everyone recognizes that the order of history is determined and even measured by his intrusion into this world. It is also significant that the beginning of each new year in world history is the day of Jesus' circumcision. This is the event eight days after his birth, 
which joined Jesus to the history of the chosen people by circumcision the Christ child was sealed into God's covenant with Abraham in other words Jesus did not simply enter human history he enters a specific line of history the history of salvation he appears on the scene as the vindication of God's prophetic promises beginning with Abraham Jesus is thus the link that joins the history of Israel to the history of the human race He is the filament that carries the current of salvation to all mankind, both past and future. Now when the Creator set the earth on its first journey around the sun, he declared that the sun and its companion travelers through space should be lights in the firmament of heaven to divide the day from the night and be for signs and seasons, for days and years. That when the Creator placed that elaborate chronometer in the vault of heaven, it was to track man's history on the earth. That is to say, the bodies of heaven were placed there in order to assist the human race in keeping pace with its history to mark the days and the years. One spin of the earth for a day and one circumvention of the earth around the sun for a year. This system provided a very useful form of measure. Best of all, no one has ever been able to tamper with it. I'm sure there would be a government someplace that would if it could. On this eighth day after the birth of Christ, he receives the Hebrew name Yeshua, which means the Lord saves. Is the name we take in proclamation on our lips, Jesus is Lord. We do this in the conviction that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Let me suggest then that this be our greeting to the new year tonight. Jesus is Lord. Mm -hmm.